Great to be with you on this Friday afternoon. It's 12.46. This is Derby Day Eve. And of course, there's a big race up there in Sydney these days on Derby Day. It's the Golden Eagle and Dean Evans, who's been superb for us all spring from Winning Edge Investments, joins us now to preview this race. Hello to you, Dean. Good morning, Gareth. How are you going? Good, thank you. We might go through each of the runners for the Golden Eagle for the four-year-olds there tomorrow afternoon. Set down for 10 to 5 there over the 1,500 metres. First of all, Private Eye. Wide gate, but, geez, he's in good form. Nash rides for Joe Pride. Yeah, look, I think on raw ability and racing, he's sort of the one to beat. He's just been flying this prep, culminating in a very impressive Epsom handicap win. He's been set for this. Uh, you know, the big question is just going to be how the track's playing. You know, it looks like it's going to be pretty, pretty rock hard. Uh, Rose Hill, and so you know he's going to need to be able to swoop from from barrier 17 on the day. But you know as long as as long as we're seeing the ability to swoop, then he's, he's clearly a big chance. I'm thunderstruck at three dollars eighty. We know how good he is here in Victoria. Can he take that form to Sydney? Yeah, look, he's been impressive in two group ones as prep with with lightweight. Uh, you know, winning the, the two rack last start um, with a strong finish. Uh, you know, they, they weren't the strongest group ones, and he was down on the weight. But, you know, the, the times and sectionals and way he did it was impressive. Yeah, he's got the ability, but it, it's his first run, the Sydney way of going at, at Rose Hill, which can be unforgiving. So, uh, you know, there's a little bit of risk there, despite being a talented horse. Can Aegon win for New Zealand at a big price? Jason Collett rides for the Baker Forsman team. Yeah, he's a good enough horse. He won the Hobartville impressively as a three-year-old. And he ran a really good fourth first up in the Menzi uh, this, this prep, but... You know, when he sort of ran six and ran with guineas, the, the track was too firm. Uh, the other times that he sort of failed, the, the, the explanation is usually been that the track's too firm. And so I think, unfortunately, he's the kind of horse who, if it was a soft six, I'd be very keen on him. But I think the track might be a bit too hard for him. All right, then. So we move to Apache Chase. Now, he defeated the favourite for this race for a long time in Ayrton in Queensland. Can he lead all of the way in a, in a Golden Eagle for Jimmy Byrne and Desley Forster? Yeah, look, he's a really strong on pacer. Like you said, he's defeated the likes of Ayrton and, and Emerald Kingdom. Um, absolutely, he can measure up here. You know, it's a, it's a tough race to, to lead all the way in, um, but, uh, you know, Sunline nearly did it uh, a couple of years ago, and she wasn't really a 1,500-metre horse at all. Um, so as long as, uh, you know, the track's failing on pacers, then he's a big chance. Asar's at a big price. Is he at 100 to 1 and $22 the place? Can he figure... Uh, I just don't think he's quite good enough. You know, he's a solid kind of group three horse, but uh, I think there's a few better in this race. What about AIM for the Snowdens and Young Atkins picks up the ride there on this galloper? Yeah, look, he was very impressive winning the Silver Eagle first up. You know, he rounded up a, a lot of these horses, um, and he won the Magic Million three-year-old by a couple of lengths earlier in the year in a similar fashion. He just loves dry tracks, so he gets the perfect track. Um, you know, I think the negative, unfortunately, is, you know, Hugh Bowman, who rode him so well, uh, in the Silver Eagle is obviously sticking with, with Iron Thunderstruck. So that's probably the negative. But look, if he can get some, some clear running and clear air in the straight, he'll be absolutely swooping home. And uh, he can win it at $41. Amish boy, he deserves to win a race like this. He gets a middle gate for Mara and Eustace, and Kathy O'Hara takes the ride. Yeah, look, he's, he's got a couple of uh, very good runs on his resume. You know, he's run third in a, in a new market um, and, and uh, you know, a number of sort of group and black type placings. Uh, he was just fair, I thought, in the, in the Silver Eagle, um, and he sort of just gets a long way back. So I think it's sort of a place chance at best. All right, then what about uh, Exo Boom, who was was a bit of a tip around for Exo Boom, and he flashed down the outside to win last week. Yeah, I think that was a couple of grades lower than this. He sort of uh, 
Um, it was a bit outclassed in the Silver Eagle, and, and sort of when he's when he's faced the best company, he's uh, he's been found out. So I think there's a few better. All right, then then we move on to Ellsberg. Josh Parr takes the ride. Nine dollars inside gate. Yeah, look, he he, he rates all right. Uh, he did run second in the Silver Eagle. I, I think that he's a better horse, uh, fresh, um, and, and uh, you know just for that reason. I'm preferring a couple of others to him, but he's going to be on pace and he's going to be there for a long way. Can Love Tap win? Um, I think a few will outclass him. I thought it was a pretty weak Shannon stakes and he sort of had, had a bit of every chance and was sort of beaten the length. So I think some others are going to find him out. What about as we move on now to Count de Rupi for the price team? Yeah, look, I think he's some chance. He, uh, he was an impressive winner first up, uh, beating Zushak. And then, you know, he was a pretty good third uh, in the Silver Eagles. And, you know, that form, I think, gonna, can hold up reasonably well in this race. So I, th- I think he's some hope, but he's another who's sort of going to get a long way back and, and, and stuck in the ruck from Barrier 4. What do you make of the former French galloper now with Annabelle Nisham in Law of Indices? Tommy Berry takes the ride. I'd say he's the best of the imported runners. You know, he won a 600k race at Dover over 1,400 metres, two starts back. But the main thing about all of the imports, I think, is they all look to me like they're soft track horses. And I just think this rock-hard uh, Rosal track's going to make it hard for them to win. Yeah. And what about Maxi Mel, who's also a former European galloper, now with Johnny O'Shea? Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of talk for, for him. Um, you know, I'm still just a bit of a query. I usually love the imports, only when they come and raid our staying races. But... These are sort of the Northern Hemisphere, uh, you know, three-year-olds. Um, and and they sort of, uh, um, they failed two years ago when, when they all came. And so I, I'm just risking them um, on the basis that we haven't seen them. And it is a pretty strong field this year. Now, we're going through the Golden Eagle market um, and also the runners there for tomorrow's big race with uh, Dean Evans. And just looking at, as my computer just freezes, at an ideal opportunity here. Here we go. We're ready to go now. Golden Eagle, and I think we're up to um, we're up to Revev de Vol at fifty-one dollars. Another former European galloper now for Annabelle Nation, but it's at a big price here, Dean. Yeah, big price, and and you know they're probably having a throw at the stumps here. I think he's been brought over to stay. You know, won a two thousand meter listed race at the Curra and and ran second in a Group Three uh, over two thousand. I think the fifteen hundred would be a bit short for it, but you know, look from look from to be hitting the line late. What about Forbidden Love, the mare? Can she bounce back to some of her best form? I think she needs it a bit wetter to do that. You know, her, her peak uh, rating runs have been the Gosford Guineas in the surround stakes, and there's just been the edge out of the track, and I think she's, she just hasn't been able to break through this prep because the track's been really hard, and she's going to get the same again tomorrow. Vangelic, I know you've been a big fan of hers. Um, she's at $23 for Timmy Clark and the Waterhouse and Bot team. Yeah, look, she, she's had two starts with track distance range. She won the Group 2 Golden Pendants, and she was a very unlucky fourth in the Cornwall Classic that I think she potentially could have won or run second in with any luck. So, But I do think she maps really nicely for this. She's going to be perfectly drawn and just sit behind uh, probably the, the two leaders. And uh, she does have the ability to win this at, at good odds. Can Media Award win the Golden Eagle, Dean? Uh, she was she was all right in the invitation first up. She was solid enough. But to me, she just gave the impression that probably you got you know, one more run, I think, to get to full fitness, and then probably you third up over 2,000 metres, what's going to be most ideal for her, but she'll be hitting the line. What about um, a tissue at $26 for Chris Waller and Glenn Schofield? Yeah, she's, she's sort of a funny one. You know, She won the Bill Ritchie, um, which was a, a pretty solid form race. Uh, she's got 2,000 metre form in, in New Zealand. She was only beaten 1.9 lengths in the Epsom. 
uh, you know, I think from a class perspective, there's there's sort of a handful that are better than her, but uh, you know, I think I think she can be thereabouts. All right, then. Any of the emergencies? I know our Playboy games are started at a hundred to one, but should we put them in our first fours or trifectas? Uh, if it was wet for our Playboy, he's a very very good horse, but I think it's too dry for him. Um, if Wheelhouse was lucky enough to get a run, uh, I actually think it's uh, potentially a winning chance. He's only beaten one point six lengths in a Randwick Guineas after racing very wide, no cover, only beaten two lengths in a Roseville Guineas. It actually hit the line really well. Um, in the Sydney Stakes, first up against the older horses, the eighth quickest last six hundred of the day. So it's actually a good rusty if it manages to somehow sneak into the field. All right then, mate. Um, have you got a Derby special for us, or uh, do you like anything tomorrow at Flemington? Uh, look, the Derby, I think uh, you know, forgot you just has, has had the right prep for it. I think he's, he's the one to beat, and, and Jungle Magnate's my, my best rusty there, and probably the, the race I'm keenest on is the Cantala Stakes, where I think. Uh, it looks a really clear two-horse race to me, and, and I'm betting around the favourite, Mr. Brightside. I think Arameo, who was such a, a good second in the, in the Epsom handicap, uh, you know, rates really highly on top here. And, and Superstorm, who um, has been good all prep uh, and sort of raced uh, uh, really well on the two-rank charging home for third with a big weight. I think I think those two are great bets, sort of, you know, eight fifty and eleven dollars each. Great stuff, RSN927 listeners. Jump on the Winning Edge Investments website if you follow the prompts. You just type in RSN927 or RSN in capital letters and you get 50% off. It's the best deal going around this spring. Good on you, Dean. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, Gareth. Enjoy tomorrow. There's Dean Evans there from Winning Edge Investments.